Inspired by faith. Inspired by faith. Inspired by faith broadcast radio. The new wave of faith-based radio, where we are building your faith one show at a time. Get it, get it, get it, get it. Hey, 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 y'all. How's everybody doing on this Tuesday? This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Well, it's your boy, Mighty Mikey Mike, host of the Inspired by Faith broadcast. And I'm glad you tuned in for today. You know, we have a treat for you today. We would like to welcome D. Michelle Thompson. Now, D. Michelle Thompson, she's a powerhouse in the faith. One of the up and coming ministers in the faith. She gave our broadcast the opportunity to work with her show, You Belong. Listen to this show is very inspiring and it's going to help you out because you have to know that you belong. Yes, you belong. You belong to Christ because in him we move, we live and have our being. And no matter what society tries to tell you, no matter what the world tries to tell you, know that you belong. You're operating from the inside to the outside. And I'm reminded with the title, You Belong, that you are his beloved. You are his beloved. That's what John said, that, and that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You have the mind of Christ. So yeah, I'm going on and on because I'm a preacher as well. But look, we're going to take it back to old school. We're going to play this song real quickly by Joshua Troop called Moving. And be sure to listen to You Belong next after this song. Be blessed. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Joshua's truth moving moving forward we have to keep on moving forward through life no matter the pressure that comes up against us we're getting tried in the fire y'all we must push forward through faith keep on moving keep on pressing we have to press beyond the press yes that was Joshua's truth moving and you know what I was reading over in Mark 2 Mark 2 and 4 and this is with the man with the palsy he couldn't walk and it talks about how because of the press they couldn't get in all the cities all the multitudes were at Peter's mother-in-law's house listening to Jesus speak a fiery message and it goes on to say that the man they took him to the roof and cut a hole in it and let him down you know you have to press we have to press beyond the press Folks, we must press beyond the press to get to the things of God, the deep things of God. All right, next up, you will be hearing the voice of none other than D. Michelle of You Belong. Welcome to You Belong. I'm your host, author D. Michelle, encouraging you to remove that label, that title, that position, or even that social media status and focus on your kingdom status by knowing you belong to God first. And when God is first, that's when you can fit in, even when you don't, because you know you belong. Hi, it's Dee Michelle, your host of You Belong, and I'm here today talking to you about humility. That's right. What does that have to do with belonging? Well, we're going to find out through our guest today, Mr. Tom Bush from Trophy Awards Manufacturing, Wilder, Kentucky. Well, thanks, Michelle. I appreciate being here. It's quite an honor. I think it's great. So I've been president of Trophy Awards for about 18 years, and I've had some ups and downs and quite honestly, quite a few downs. And so I've learned uh, through this journey, uh, a kind of a molding process, a crushing process at times about humility and uh, pride. And I've made some growth in that area and uh, got some challenges still ahead. But what's your first question, Michelle? Well, I know that this all is rooted in something that happened maybe many years ago, Tom. So I want you to think about a time when you felt like you didn't belong. Because when you mentioned pride, that usually comes from a deep-rooted place and started somewhere. So just tell me about a time when you felt like you didn't belong. Yeah, I can do that. So I was uh, in seventh grade and... You know, in class, there's usually like one person that everybody picks on. It was in in my school. And unfortunately, I was that person. And so whether it was the shoes I was wearing or whether it was the backpack I had or whether it was uh, the hat I wore, you know, I I would say bordered on humiliation. It was a emotional bullying that I went through. And so if you say, did you belong? I would say, oh, I did not belong in that class. And the people there did not want me except for to laugh at and to make themselves feel better. But I like what you said earlier, because when I think about um, pride, I think the root of all pride is insecurity. And in that space, yes, that is something I've had to deal with based on what happened to me uh, as that young seventh grader. And here I am 40, well, 
not quite 40 years later, but let's just say I'm still I'm still wrestling with that as I mature in my walk and in my uh, age as well. Thank you for sharing that. That was very open of you and honest, and just thank you for sharing that. And that's why I thought you were a great fit for this topic today, talking about humility and how that can help us on the journey to belonging. And one thing that impressed me so much when I worked with your company some years ago is I didn't know the guy across from me with the long hair and the big, thick beard and the t-shirt and jeans was the president of the company. In fact, on his cards, you would never know that because on his card, it says something very interesting. Interesting. So it speaks to, again, that humility. So I want Tom to share with us about what his title or what it says on his business card and tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, that's cool. What happened was we determined that we didn't want a hierarchy. We didn't want that standard hierarchical structure in our corporation anymore. And so what we said is we need to get rid of this mentality of managers. Because what we thought was, if someone needs a manager, they probably shouldn't be working for me. Because I want people who are problem solvers. I want people who are thinking. I want people who are engaged. Now, what's that have to do with humility? Well, I was also someone who had to get rid of my title. And so by if I have to lead by my title, I'd say I'm probably not leading at all. And so I dropped my title as president, and I just became Tom Bush. It's in the name. And where that comes from is this kind of deeper-rooted thing. Uh, my name is Thomas Arthur, and Trophy Award. So we have we have two syllables, and one starts one starts with a T, the other with an A. So Thomas Arthur Trophy Awards. It's in the name. But on the deeper level, the part I really like is I feel that work is a form of worship, and what really drives me is running a business in my father's name. And so the other deeper root of of that title is really wanting to serve God in, in how I work. Wow. You you gave us all some really great thoughts to think about um, as we go to work every day and a lot of us struggle with, hey, I don't I haven't reached this title yet or I have not it doesn't matter. If you go in the name of our father, then you belong regardless of your title. So I really hope, especially for those people who are trying to climb that corporate ladder or struggling with where they fit in in the workplace right now, that they really hear that, that it it doesn't matter about that. It's about who you belong to, which we know is God, you belong, and then who we're working unto, which is him as well. So I love that. I love that. So I want to end, Tom, just with like three quick suggestions or advice you would have for that young person coming into the workplace and is struggling to belong. Um, What would that be? Well, it's something I still struggle with. And my first recommendation is to be yourself. And I know it sounds easy, but we know that where or when we live in love, there is no fear because perfect love casts out fear. And so I think there's a struggle every day. Something that we should really dig into is like, who is the real Michelle? Who is the real Tom Bush? And will that person show up today? Or are they just going, am I just going to show up and try to do what I think other people would be impressed by? So first thing is just be yourself. I think that's, for me anyway, it's been a struggle for a long time. But if I wake up every day and say, I want to be who God created me today. I don't want to be what other people expect of me. I just want to be who God created me to be. I think that's my number one suggestion on where to start. My number two recommendation would be to not exchange hours for dollars. It's really easy to say, well, I got a good job. I get paid well enough to pay my bills. And so I'm just going to stay there. And I feel like if God's called you to stay there, man, stay there and thrive and, and do great work there. 
But if God's not calling you to stay there, then I think there's something much deeper that has to be examined. And I would just encourage people and don't exchange hours for dollars. If that's not where you're supposed to be, don't be there and see what else God has in store for you. Does he have a purpose for you? Yeah, I sure think he does. And is it full of meaning and significance? I think it is. So part of that is the courage to sometimes leave and to exchange the challenging life for a comfortable life. My last recommendation is to invest in people. Now you might say, well, Tom, you're the president. You can invest in people. Well, I think we can all invest in people. Like who is it that sits next to you at work? Have you got to know them? Do you know anything uh, about their lives? I think by just asking a few simple questions and getting to know someone for who they really are, and you can have a huge impact in their life. A little bit of love, a little bit of tenderness, a little bit of compassion can go a really long way. My encouragement would be, regardless of your role, regardless of your position, to invest in the people around you. I believe God put people in your life that you're supposed to impact. And those people are probably the ones that are really close to you. I would encourage you as well to look at the people in your life and to invest in them, to love them. I I just love those three points that can encourage, especially those who are still young in corporate America or even just trying to figure out their purpose in life. It's that first thing is be yourself and don't have any fear about it. Just own who you are. And I threw it in that scripture, 1 John 4, 18, which talks about perfect love cast out all fear. And that's something that's been a, a heart and hard scripture of mine over the past few years to really, um, not be what the world or what the best marketing um, company that I used to work for says you should do, but be what God says you are. And so, and then that second point all around, just making sure that you do not trade hours for dollars. I mean, how cool is that? We are priceless. I want you to know, especially those of you listening in the Belong family, that we who belong to God, we're priceless. We're joint heirs. We have a great and vast inheritance. So we don't need to get caught up in trading hours for dollars. So I think that was really critical. And then just now, just coming back and sharing about investing in people. And to me, it just goes back to one of the greatest commandments, which is that we love one another and we can't love each other without investing in one another. And so when I think about that, I'm reminded of one of my first jobs. I was promoted up to be a supervisor and I had a hard time leading a team where they were basically my peers. So how do you get people to follow you who feel like I should have had your job? And so what um, the Lord had me to do was invest in people. I did one-to-ones as they call them, but I got to know each person on my team at a personal level to know what was their motivation and what their driver was. And so we worked a lot of long hours, but what I learned to do was talk to them through the lens of what I knew they had going on outside of work into how to help them prioritize. And I was respected and valued so much for that. And I believe that was one of the keys is that I took time to invest in the people regardless of what I needed from them, but what they need to be who they are. And that goes right back to identity. So I love that. And they all felt when they were part of my team, guess what? That they belong. Thank you for sharing, Tom. Well, you're welcome. Anytime. James 4 and 10 says, humble yourselves in the presence of the Lord and he will exalt you. I hope you listened into that interview uh, for the president just of Trophy Awards Manufacturing just now, Mr. Tom Bush, because what I heard in it was a man who really humbled himself, who came from a spirit of pride, but has really concentrated intentionally on asking God to removing his pride 
And he could only do that by being in the presence of the Lord. And that's where um, he was really able to humble himself. And I believe that's why he's been the president of the company for the past 18 years and still is uh, thriving because he has humbled himself in the presence of the Lord. So I encourage you today with what you've heard to examine your own life and to see those areas of pride or arrogance or where you may have exalted your way above Yahweh's, <laughs> get it, God's way, and just really humble yourself in the presence of the Lord. Because I believe that's where we don't have to worry about those uh, accolades or the promotion because again we know that promotion comes from the Lord and we can really rest ourselves in knowing that we belong in to him and those of us who know we belong to him we know there's just so many great and mighty things he wants to show us about what that means in our inheritance both in this world and in the world to come but we'll never know that if we don't make that time to humble ourselves in the presence of the Lord. How can we do that? You can do that in your daily prayer time. You can do that even throughout your day at work, just making sure you're not so quick to make a knee-jerk reaction that you're not pausing to even silently ask the Lord, you know, what would you have me to do? Humble yourself knowing that, yeah, I'm smart, but I'm not as smart as LD, the God of knowledge who knows everything and knew everything from the beginning and knows every single hair on my head. So let me humble myself, even though I got this degree or even though I have this title or position or all these people are looking to me to make these decisions. Can I humble myself and pray? And can I humble myself and seek the face of the Lord? Can I humble myself just to be quiet, to be still for a few minutes before I answer a question? Eve, and I believe that there's so much that we can get in his presence if we really just uh, humbled ourselves and just waited and stayed there. And I, I say I'm one of the repeat offenders of that. Even as I think about the making of this show, You Belong, this has been in my heart for probably, hmm, I want to say at least six years, maybe seven years now. When I first heard the Lord's voice speak to me, two simple words, or actually four, and it said, he said, you belong to me. And I don't want to freak you out now. It's not like I always hear the voice of God so clear, but I really heard this gentle whisper behind my ear, you belong to me. And it was at a season in my life where I had put together a vision board. I thought different things were manifesting in my life certain ways, and I was believing God for it. And I, I, I was looking to belong without uh, any type of title or thing to it. I was looking to belong is what I was doing. I was looking to belong to the certain category of life that I was aspiring to. And I heard God affirm me saying, you belong to me. And I believe what he was really trying to call out to me is that, am I enough? Am I enough? And I believe that's what he's saying to us through this humility message that he's had me on in this interview and even as I prepare for this message that, is he enough? Can we humble ourselves in his presence and know if he never does another thing, if God doesn't do another thing in your life, that God, you are enough, that I'm humble before you. I, I, I just want to be in your presence. And as we know, it's in his presence, there's fullness of joy 
and it's love forevermore. So I encourage you today that as you think about whatever it is you're striving for in the workplace or even in your personal life, that you take a step back and realize that God is enough and to humble yourself and just be in his presence and whatever you're seeking after is right there in his presence because it says, and he will exalt you. And there's another word in Proverbs 22 and 4, and it talks about in humility and fear of the Lord, you, there's a reward. And the reward is riches, honor, and life. And I don't care who you are, uh, holy of the holy, or uh, even the person who just really is like giving everything up. You want some riches, even if it's not material riches, it's, it's maybe some, the riches of the fruits of the spirit. You want some honor. Everybody wants to be loved and accepted. That's why we have the title, You Belong. And everybody wants to have this long life. Um, but there's so much in just being, hum- that's the reward of humility. Proverbs teaches us that, that in humility, there's riches, there's honor and life. So I hope today you're encouraged that when you belong, you're humble. And you don't say that you, you're humble. Your humility is evident by the time you spend in the presence of the Lord. May you be present with him all throughout your day and know that you belong.
How's everybody doing? That was Marvin Sat of Testimony. How many of y'all have a testimony that you've been going through, but you're getting shaped to look more like Jesus Christ? You know that the word of God says that the enemy is overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the testimony of the saints. Yes, yes. Keep on sharing your testimonies. That's how we overcome Satan. That's how we overcome the enemy, by the testimonies keep on making it through next up is the leaders of faith show with pastor michael bay good morning good morning leaders of faith listeners this is pastor michael bay and welcome to your early morning cup of bread now we know that man cannot live by bread alone but this segment is meant to inspire encourage motivate and wake you up to what christ is calling you to do welcome Hey, how's everybody doing? Today's message is fit with the capacity to move by faith. That's fit with the capacity to move by faith. And the foundation scripture for this text is found over in Romans 1.17. And it reads, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Amen. Heavenly Father, we come before you right now in the mighty name of Jesus, and we thank you. We thank you for all that you are. We thank you for all that you do. Jesus, you are our Lord and personal Savior, and we thank you for waking us up this morning and giving us a fresh new day. For this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Holy Spirit, I ask that you bless everyone that's listening to the sound of my voice that it is sown into good ground it's sown into their hearts father in jesus name we ask all these things in jesus mighty name amen and amen fit with the capacity to move by faith so you know in our everyday challenges of life we must constantly remind ourselves that we are fit and have the capacity which is the power to move by faith the creator of the universe already made us fit before the foundations of the world by putting a measure of faith inside of us romans 12 and 3 says for i say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think but to think soberly according as god hath dealt to every man the measure of faith now it is up to you to strengthen and build up your faith muscles through the repetition of life challenges so that you can move from faith to faith Romans 1 and 17 says, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Building your faith muscles is just like lifting weights or running a long distance. You have to start out small and you'll get the resistance. Sometimes you don't want to get up early and go to the workout. Sometimes you have to fight through the pain of the workout. Sometimes you don't have the breath to run that long mile. But as you stay with it, you start to build muscle and you start to have the breath, the wind to endure. Thus, you graduate to another level in faith. 2 Corinthians 5 and 7 says, For we walk by faith and not by sight. You are fit with the capacity to move by faith. So how must we move by faith? Pick up the good book, the Bible, 
and speak the promises that are in the word of God over everything in your life. You must meditate on the scripture and speak it out loud. So if there's sickness in your body, you must turn to the scripture and say, by his stripes, I am healed. If there's a victory that you want to win, turn to the scripture that says, victory is mine. Thus saith the Lord. If you wake up or you're going to sleep feeling weak, turn to the scripture that says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. If the money in your bank account is looking very slim or low, turn to the scripture that says, I am wealthy, healthy, and whole, or that wealth and riches is in my house. So no matter what it looks like, God has designed it for us to use faith in all situations. So dare to dream big dreams by using your faith. Ladies and gentlemen, through his promises, you are fit with the capacity to move by faith. God is moved by faith. So get into agreement and speak the word only. Have the God kind of faith. I hope this helps you. I hope this blesses you and have a great and blessed day. You're listening to the Inspired by Faith broadcast with your host, your boy, Mighty Mikey Mike. And this is Travis Green. Nothing but the blood. What can wash? What can wash away my sin? Oh, nothing but the blood of Jesus. And what can make me whole again? Yeah. One more time. Come on, Liberty. What can wash?
Yes, yes, yes. Nothing but the blood of Jesus washed us white as snow. Yes, Lord. We thank you, Father. Thank you for tuning in to Inspired by Faith broadcast. Next up, we have Donna Border, and she's talking about Dorcas Destiny, where they go on mission trips over to Kenya, Africa, and they help those that are in need. Dorcas Destiny. Warner is the founder of Dorcas Destiny International. I was born of a teenage mother who put me up for adoption. She was able to make sure that I had what I needed when I grew up. And then I came to reunite with my family a couple of decades ago. So it's been an interesting journey. I believe that as uh, creations of God, that we are all uh, born with a specific purpose and talents and gifts and and things that we're interested in and things that we're good at that were not nurtured in me. So as I look at working with children in uh, Kenya, I wanna make sure that they are in an environment where they are recognized for who they are and what God has placed in each side, inside each one of them. Mm-hmm. Homeless here in the US is very different from homeless or being a villager or being in the slums in uh, Kenya or in uh, East Africa in general. Uh, the homeless here, even though they might not have a lot, they have a lot more than what I have seen firsthand in the slum areas and in the villages in Africa. Um, the homeless here have access to a lot of social services. They have access to people who will donate to them, people who will bring them food, but that's because they're around people who have things. In Kenya, it's not the same thing. So if you're in a slum area in Kenya, if you're in a village in Kenya, everybody around you is in the same position you're in. So they're really not uh, capable of uh, providing you assistance because they need assistance themselves. They don't have the same kind of social services there and and human services that uh, are available here in the U.S. You know, I mentioned some of the access that people here in the U.S. have for uh, something as simple as clean water. There are homeless people here that can go find somewhere to turn on a faucet and get clean water. We're trying to raise money right now, so 315 children at a school in uh, one of the villages have clean water. Uh, There's a village of 3,000 people that don't have clean water. They have to go to uh, uh, rivers that uh, are also gone to by cows and sheep and goats and and lambs. People should not have to be in a position where they share the same water that an animal is sharing. So just help us tell the story, help us raise money, send money, uh, go with us. You know, I invite you to go with us. I would love to have medical professionals go with us to help look at my kids and do assessments with them and make sure that they have um, the simple first day that they have shots and immunizations, that they have uh, access to to hygiene supplies and medical supplies. Um, If you don't want to go, send somebody. Raise money to help send somebody to go with us. So there are a lot of ways that people can help. One of the things that we want to do is to get uh, a van a school bus, a vehicle, something where if uh, there's some kind of an activity in the area or a museum um, that they can can travel in. 
We also need infrastructure for things like um, internet. Uh, over there in the area where we're doing the work, they don't have access to underground wiring and those kind of things. So we have to supply satellite internet options so that there's internet at the school. I mean, we talk about the digital divide here in the U.S. Well, there's a, a digital divide in Africa as well. And what we want to do is to make sure that the children there in the area have access to what's outside of the village so that they can become their best selves and they can see. Because my, my pastor teaches me that you can have what you can see. And and if you can't see anything else, you can't dream. School uniforms, you know, recreation is important. So school uniforms, sports equipment, the things that we really take for granted and things that are available to the children here in schools, we want to provide those same things there. It's about $2,000 per person, so roughly $1,000 for uh, airfare, and that would be from the Midwest, the Chicago area, uh, and then probably another 1000 for lodging or Airbnb or meals or souvenirs, those kind of things. So I would say roughly about $2,000 per person. Right now, the plan is to go at least twice a year. I'm in close communication with the founder of the school. Uh, he and I talk on WhatsApp uh, at least once a week. You know, we're texting back and forth all week. So I have a, a ear to the ground of what's going on there. But physical visits will be at least twice a year. And in the future, as we continue to grow and we expand, I'd like to go more often than that. But at least uh, now we're looking at twice a year. We hope that you'll join us. Continue to uh, follow us. Uh, we have a website. We have, we're on Facebook. It's Dorcas Destiny International. And thank you so much for listening. Look forward to seeing you and talking to you soon. We're on a mission to Kenya. Help Darkest Destiny International in our Spare Change campaign for children in Kenya. Give your Spare Change a mission with Darkest Destiny International. You'll be helping to change lives to help support Victory School and King's Academy in Kenya, East Africa. We're raising money for school desk supplies, uniforms, food, solar-powered lights, solar-powered cookers, and we are digging wells. Go to our website to donate at darkestdestinyinternational.wixsite.com forward slash website that's Dorcas Destiny International com forward slash website feel free if you have any questions to call Donna at 708-317-9233 that's 708-317-9233 thank you for supporting our campaign
Thanks for tuning in to the Inspired by Faith broadcast. This is your host, Mighty Mikey Mike. I had the pleasure of being with you all today. Hey, look, go and follow us on Facebook, 
We're at facebook.com forward slash or backslash inspired by faith broadcast. Go to our website, inspired by faith broadcast.net. Become a listener. The benefits of becoming a listener. You can always get the broadcast, the latest broadcast that we're doing. You'll stay in the know as well. If you happen to be a Bible training teacher, then go to our website, hit on Bible training teacher to see how you can become a teacher on the inspired by faith broadcast. Well, it's been real mighty Mikey Mike has to take off. I have to go. I got to do something else, but I pray that you all be blessed, blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed when you come and blessed when you go be blessed. Amen. Hey, tune in to the On Demand Inspired by Faith broadcast. It is a new wave of faith-based radio. Listen and get inspired as we are building your faith one show at a time. Tune in at inspiredbyfaithbroadcast.net. That's inspiredbyfaithbroadcast.net.